Are you an Eagle Scout? Whether you earned your highest rank this year or many years ago, once an Eagle, always an Eagle. Please join the Cherokee Area Council of the Boy Scouts of America as we honor our 2022 Eagle Scout class on Thursday, December 1st at the Weston in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. Visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com to RSVP today. Remember your favorite scouting moment? Remember the family member that encouraged you to keep going even when it got tough? Honor those memories. Join us at the Gathering of Eagles. Visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. The rustle of leaves through the wind. The hoot of an owl. Crickets. The crackle of a well-built campfire. The sounds of nature surround us all. If we can just find it through the noise of everyday life. If you follow the Scout Trail, it'll lead you to nature, to real-life skills, leadership, and much more for the youth of our great nation. Welcome to Scout On Chattanooga, a podcast designed to encourage and embrace youth leadership right here in our area. Now, from the scenic city, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. Hello and welcome to another edition of Scout on Chattanooga. I am Sean Whitfield and joining me is the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, Cherokee Area Council, Jared Pickens and Cupmaster Kyle. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Howdy, fellas. Howdy. Oh my gosh. I didn't gosh. do it this time. This, 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 do what? This podcast is, <laughs> this podcast is already getting off to a bad start. Well, it's getting off to a great start. Let me just, I'll go ahead and tell you that we'll be taking things up a notch in our next segment, but we're not going to tell you who the guest is yet. That means Even you're going to have probably read it on the description. It's on, yeah. it's, it's on the description, yeah. Kyle. But if we're not going to tell you who it really is. You have to you, go back you and read it. <laughs> you have to go back Zoinks. and read it. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. It was Mr. Whitfield all along. My goodness. Well, <laughs> those darn kids. <laughs> well, since we were together, I'm going to get this this uh, train back on the track. Okay. <laughs> since we were together, Kyle, you walked in the studio today with a crutch. I did, yes. Uh, my. So how are you doing? My knee surgery was successful. Um, they weren't able to repair, but it was a little better looking than they thought it was going to be, so they didn't have to cut as much of it out. And uh, they got it all cleaned up, and I'm down to one crutch from two. And today is day 10 since my surgery, 10 or 11. So hmm. um, we're doing pretty good. Congratulations. No I, no pain? Uh, pain, yes, but manageable. Okay. So Yeah. But I have I to go camping with Cub Scouts this weekend, so pray for me. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Prayers indeed, for sure. Yes, thank you. Mm. That, that I'd say that's no f- good place to be when you're in pain and you're in the woods and you can't find a comfortable bed or something to. Oh, you don't you don't know. Cubmaster Kyle oh, fashioned man. himself a wheelchair out of lashings and yeah. knots and and ties and all that. You'd be surprised how big a logs you need to be able to hold me up. <laughs> big old logs no but i mean luckily i have a really really and good, lots of change yeah i have a really really good leadership team in place um that will be handling you know the the moving around of everything i'll just be you know i'll be there and supportive as i can be um but luckily we just have a fantastic leadership team in our pack and i'm able to step back when i need to you so. can't facetime well you don't have apple anymore i was gonna say can't you facetime yourself in no but uh that's okay. not the same not yeah. the same as being in the outdoors gotcha. can't wait to get out there and uh and see some kids learning some stuff you know yeah 
CEO Jared Pickens, how's your world? It's doing pretty good. Good. Yeah. You know, it's, Theodore's been in school for like a month now, and so he's kind of, you know, getting in the swing of things. Has your line den started yet? September the 29th. Oh, there so it that's is. A couple days before this will air, right? No, this comes out. Uh, oh, yeah, 5th. you're right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, we will have had our first meeting a few days before this okay. podcast goes out. So, now, you know, you got to work on Lions Honor first. That's the first one you should do as a lion. I've, right? re- I've read the book. Okay. And I have a plan. Is it to do Lions Honor first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, plan, the plan for the first meeting is that we're meeting at a playground. So oh, okay. all the parents can get together and I can walk them through some of the program Okay, and we can make some plans for the, for the next few meetings, right? Very Set cool. the dates and then the kids are going to play. So we're just going to do like, you know, scout oath, scout law, and then let the kids play, let the adults plan. And then we'll we'll start with our first okay. adventure for that Very for cool. that next meeting. I'm so, super excited for y'all. Thank you. I was hoping you would say so, proud, but uh, excited. I'm proud of you too. Yeah. So doing, you're doing a great job. So how many uh, boys and girls we have? Uh, it's eight to ten in my den is what we have right now. Do you have an assistant? Yes, her name is Ashley Pickens. Okay, <laughs> she's also the registered female leader. So I didn't know if you needed assistant to corral eight or ten uh, kids. Oh, I got this. You got it. Oh, I got it. So we'll, you're we'll, you're having we'll a family van then. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, it is. Then. That's yeah. right. It, you, that's a great observation. Both, yeah. Uh, both genders. That's right. I've got, I think there's three, uh, one, two, at least two young ladies. Okay. And the rest are all uh, boys. Very but what's cool. really interesting is, is one of these families is actually, they have twins. One's a boys, one's a girl. And I hadn't really considered that, you know, when we allowed girls into, into Cub Scouts. Um, but now that you, you can apply and you can have a den that can be both boys and girls only in Cub Scouts. You know, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about this family, they got twins. So they, that'd be hard, right? Yeah, they for take sure. Your, take your boy to one den, take a girl to another. So now they can they can be together and enjoy it. I mean, as they do their whole life, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're in the same class at school. They're, you know, all that. So Yeah, very cool. It's kind of interesting. So I guess that's kind of what's up with me. So that's your what's up. That's, my, that's my what's up is we're that's starting your, Cub Scouts. And yeah. so uh, it's going to be interesting. Sounds like it. <laughs> so, Kyle, what is your what's up? Is it the fact that you're recovering from your surgery? Or I'm, I'm, I'll say, since I already did that, I'll just say this. Um, moon pie season has kicked off for scouts all across the area. And um, so far, we're seeing great success across the entire Cherokee Area Council. And I will say this. I won't give the exact number because I don't want to you know either it sound really low or you know stupid high and discourage people but i will say that we broke as a pack our single day sales record this past week when we were selling out of food city so thank you to food city for letting all of our units set up there number one as long as as well as ace hardware and sportsman's warehouse and um, certain tractor supply companies for letting all of our units set up but Especially thank you because we broke our um, moon pie record from last year on single day sales. And that was huge for us because that money goes to the kids and it goes to the unit as well to be able to purchase the awards that these kids have earned throughout the year. All right. Good deal. Mr. Whitfield, what's up with you? You know, my what's up has been busy, uh, but it, it'd be too boring to go into detail. I I, I would say that the, I'll make it a very short one. 
uh got a house that uh doing some renovations to getting ready to possibly or, or getting ready to put it on the market in a few months so i've been doing uh, home repairs and dealing with all that kind of stuff that you would deal with with home improvements and uh then enjoying married married life you know i got married uh it's been a little over a month ago we hadn't heard uh well <laughs> you haven't been on social media <laughs> and sean it's a joke and you've been watching the wrong news station <laughs> well, that may be true <laughs> please don't you, tell kim you should be watching news channel nine at six or fox chattanooga every time i see her name on the screen it just cracks me up i was like i know that guy that kim, married her kim chapman Whitfield. <laughs> so uh yeah i've had a lot of comments from uh, people and friends that uh said hey congratulations i saw the name change on the tv screen uh-huh. so yes she is uh, mrs whitfield now so uh it's going well uh guys we've got a great guest joining us here today and uh, he'll be here momentarily and we're going to get into a really good conversation with him he is uh the new hamilton county mayor there you go weston womp super so, excited about just you know uh got to ask him about what we can do as scouts to help better our community so i can't wait to have that conversation with him and you know i I think it'll be really interesting too because weston is also like me and kyle you know he's kind of got a young family and so he's living through these you know what are we doing with our young people i know he has a lot of focus on hamilton county schools and different Mm -hmm. levels of education so i'm especially looking into that um, topic yeah, Mayor uh, Weston Womp was sworn in September the 1st, so he has been in office uh, just under a month. So we'll talk to him, find out how things are going so far, as well as uh, the topics that uh, both Jared and Kyle just shared. All right, it's time for us to take a quick break. For Jared Pickens, Cubmaster Kyle, I'm Sean Whitfield, and more Scout on Chattanooga to come after this brief message. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. Did you hear that? The outdoors are calling. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Camping, hiking, shooting sports, wilderness survival, and so much more. Your new adventure is waiting for you in a Scouts BSA troop. Go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com to find your path to youth leadership. Hello there. My name is Maddox and I'm a Cub Scout. I'm here to talk to you today about becoming a Cub Scout like me. Cub Scouts get badges for doing fun activities and we make friends. Scouts go camping, climbing, fishing, and swimming together. We have fun. We play sports and go to parades. Scouts also help people and become the very best versions of themselves. Visit BeASCout.org and you'll be able to find a pack near you, get your questions answered, and sign up online. Now back to Scout on Chattanooga. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. Gentlemen, we've got a guest joining us here in the studio today that I'm looking forward to catching up with. And that is none other than our Hamilton County Mayor, Weston Womp. Hello, Weston. Hey, good to be with you guys. Now, Cubmaster Kyle is one I've not heard. I've heard this guy referred to a lot of different ways. <laughs> many different names, yeah. That's a new one, though. You never yeah. heard my high school nickname, though. So. What's that? Don't, don't oh. do it. No, don't no, do it. no, I think you got to share it, Kyle. It, it was Big Nasty. There you go. Back in the day, I was Big Nasty. And that was my scout name. That's what all of the other kids in the troop called me, was Big Nasty, the senior patrol leader. (laughs) (laughs) Weston, I think uh, Kyle had a uh, football uh, career in high school, and I think that's where the 
nickname yeah. sort of started was yeah it? that's where it started was high school yeah. but enough about me yeah he, he uh his his nickname first in radio was big daddy kyle then cowboy kyle Cubmaster Kyle, he's got all kinds of nicknames. Hey, and so. and uh, Mayor Womp has been through all of those with me, I think. We've yeah. known each other for quite some time. That's right. In yeah. fact, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing you back in the day at the uh, Cracker Barrel in uh, Lookout Valley back when we were younger. <laughs> well, if you grew up in Lookout Valley like I did, you know, there's not a whole lot of options. That's true. Cracker Barrel is usually a thing you catch on the interstate for most people, but it's uh, one of the only good meals That's if you true. live in Lookout Valley. That's true. So I'm there a lot. <laughs> it's either what that or Waffle House, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We got and a brand new Waffle there. House over there now. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, they right. redid the one by the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, if you want to see what a newfangled that. Waffle House looks like, you just come Man. over to exit 174. Is, is it any cool? different than the normal? Is it is, is yeah, the same, different. right? No, it's not. I'm not going to tell you, though. You the floors are not yet. They're different? It's modern and awesome. Kyle, it's not just cleaner, Kyle. Okay. Yeah, it's new. Okay. That's different. All right. Hey, so I do have a question, uh, Mayor Womp, and that is that um, knowing what you know about the different variations of Cub Master and Cowboy Kyle, would it surprise you to know that he has over 70 youth involved in his Cub Scout pack as of about a month ago? That does not surprise me. No. Uh, I mean, I think it was truly a blessing. We have had an incredible growth spurt for the Cherokee Area Council over the last couple of months. And we have, um, you know, the kind of as we're hopefully phasing out of this pandemic and, and kids are getting back to what they're normally doing. And I think people just see that scouting is good in our community. And, and I think that's a big driver that that's bringing more and more kids. And we've seen that growth all across the council. So it's it's not just my pack. So a big congratulations to all of them that are out there. Mm. Mr. Mayor, I must be the one to ask. Scouting in your family at all, personally, any type of connection? I didn't. I was never a scout. Here's the interesting thing I think about why I wasn't a scout. Because my dad had grown up a scout. But my childhood, and there's little remnants of this, was just not normal. I was four when my dad announced he was running for Congress. And he lost the next year, one, two years later. But my early years were just on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. And there, I, you know, we squeezed out enough normal kid time that i always played basketball growing up um but it's i think it's one of those things that just our i grew up in an unusual family Mm -hmm. and so you know so often on the weekends from age four to ten i was in roan county or bledsoe county or anderson county and we were just out traveling and so um you know felt like i grew up around some of the traditions but was never a scout do you think that you kind of get your life of, of serving our community, of our area through kind of that in your childhood growing up around with your dad? Yeah. Yeah, there's no question. But we and listen, you know, I think we're all impacted by the people who raise us, whether it's parents or uncles and aunts or mm-hmm. adopted parents. Um, and in my case, you know, politics has become such a uh, drama-filled kind of nasty business. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't even know at this point that I like politics. I'm not sure I ever did. Grew up around it. But public service is real. And if you don't get into this stuff interested in yourself as much as how you can solve problems and help people, it's uh, I think it's a worthy cause. That's what I saw. My dad wasn't perfect, never acted like he was. Um, but he kept his feet on the ground. I mean, mm-hmm. he served for 16 years in Washington. Most people who do come back a totally different person. He did, and I think it's one of the reasons a lot of people still like him. So, 
there's no doubt that um you know they say it's kind of in your blood i i came from uh what, what a lot of people don't realize i really grew up in an architecture family and my dad was the black sheep because his brothers were architects mm-hmm. his dad was an architect he was a commercial real estate guy and um and just developed a heart for public service and I think a lot of it comes out of uh, you know his own personal story. We all have our own stories, and um, yeah, I'll I'll own that. Uh, I think there's a, kind of a family legacy in service. So, as a youth, is that kind of something that you saw yourself doing as your career, or did you have something completely else in your mind? I think I was like most kids. I mean, I was you know even in college, I I probably had an unrealistic. Uh, ideas that I'd go off and do this or that things that you know wouldn't actually put the food on f- put food on the table for my now pretty big family uh, I think in the back of my mind I always um, figured there was a chance because again I, I I barely remember um, my dad's private life as a real estate guy so mm-hmm. for my sister and I both certainly for her because she would she would have just been two three years old when he got started we grew up in it and it's kind of what we knew and uh you know most of us uh do at some point we either run to or run far far away from the things we grew up around i think it's yeah. one or the other right yeah so in scouting you know we have this commitment to values and, and it's all accomplished through fun and games for kids, but you know the real focus is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, and all those things. How do you see our work in scouting connecting to the values that you're trying to work on in Hamilton County? I mean, our, our county deeply needs those values. And I recognize that there are scouts, and to Kyle's point, a growing number of Cub Scouts who are, um, who are signing up and choosing that path, but man, I think we live in a world of a lot of parents who uh, are AWOL, uh, you know, often Tucker McClendon, who's one of my deputy mayors is here, and, and, and you'll hear people complain about the public school system or a principal. We don't have a, a school teacher problem in Hamilton County, but we do have a parenting problem. And, uh, and the values that have defined the scouts for ages are, are exactly what we need to instill, whether it's formally through the scouts or informally, you know, through a public school system. These, um, you know, these these ideals of respect for others and integrity and humility, uh, I think that, you know, the world lacks right now. And, uh, you know, I think if we're honest about our challenges, they're unprecedented. And you've got increasingly young people who are, uh, who, who, and, and I think if we're, honest and sensitive to where they've come from a lot of these young people have grown up in a very volatile set of circumstances but they've gotten to a place where as an adolescent they're uh, they're willing to harm others and uh, and so listen I, I think what y'all are doing is imperative I think you ought to I, and, and again whether it's formally or informally we all ought to be about the business of getting young kids outside getting them work with their hands teaching them self-respect and responsibility personal responsibility uh, I mean, I'm, I'm getting into that age range with my two oldest right now. I got a seven-year-old and a six-year-old and left to his own devices. My seven-year-old would probably rather play Fortnite than um, kind of get out and learn stuff about life and the outdoors. But, uh, you know, you, you don't have to look far in the world right now for evidence that we need more kids engaged in productive behavior and, and learning life lessons. Young, and the younger, the better. Weston, I want to fast forward for just a moment. The last time you and I saw each other in this studio, you were candidate, Weston Womp. You got elected, became Hamilton County Mayor September 1st. You've not even been in office 30 days. 
So when you reflect on the amount of time you've been in office so far, is a lot of this what you expected or is there a lot of surprises and how's things been going so far in the first 20 days? I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I, I don't know that there's been surprises, but it's been um, it's been profoundly humbling. Yeah. And uh, I think Shelby and I both feel honored at the way, you know, campaigns are intense. You know, you and I were on another side of a campaign. You've real you've been a real gentleman. You and I've gotten to know each other. But I, you know, I think about the, you know, the hundreds at this point, probably 100, 200 county employees who I've met. Um, and, and just the respect and deference they've showed, the support. Um, I mean, that that all is kind of on any given day overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, and so I just feel real uh, honored. Uh, I feel like I carry a responsibility. I'm going to do my best. Um, but it's been over. You know, people ask me every day. I get asked ten times. You know, how's it going? How's it going? What do you think? And the bottom line is, uh, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Like it, you know, it, it's a huge responsibility. You see little fires you could put out, uh, it, big fires every other day. You know, so we're seeing a bunch of challenges. Uh, I often say our community faces unprecedented opportunities and challenges, and they're very real. But just on a personal level, humbling experience, honored, grateful, going to go do my best, put one foot in front of the other, and uh, and I'm surrounded by a pretty good bunch of friends. I mean, if I'm uh, lucky in one area of life it's i'm surrounded by a bunch of people who aren't real impressed by me who will insist my feet stay on the ground and yeah. and i you know honestly as we go through every day that that's kind of the deal i've tried to strike with county employees and the directors who work with our office i was telling y'all before we started here i was sitting with the ems director this morning and um uh, same thing, man. I told him, like, we're right over there. He hadn't heard from the county mayor in a while. And he and I said, you know, you know where I'm at, right across the hall, right across the street, and, and come see me. If I screw something up, if I get something wrong, if I quote something that's inaccurate about your your folks over here. Um, and so really, that's been a lot of what these first couple weeks are about, is us just trying to learn what we yeah. don't know before we go prescribing solutions. I believe any leader is only as good as their team. And I know you've already started to assemble a, a great team around you. Are you still building that team? Or are you close to having that completed? Yeah, most of our crew is in. We've uh, we announced that Mary Frances Hoots has joined us from Channel Three. That yeah. was on a delayed uh, timeline, just because because of contractual issues. You're a media guy; you get how this works, and mm -hmm. so we're looking forward to her joining us. And there will be a few people not in our office, but in uh, offices connected to the county mayor's office who uh where we'll do some restructuring in the months to come to really mainly to facilitate programs that were promises we'd made uh, along the campaign trail uh you realize you know when, when you win you look in reverse and you go well, i said i was going to do all these things we better get you know better get to work doing them mm -hmm. uh but most of our team's here and and that's for sure a lot of what's been satisfying to me is to be able to come in to work every day with the best team you know that, that i knew how to assemble uh and, and i and i've gotten a lot of positive feedback here in the first couple of weeks uh from people who've uh been been working with our guys do, do you ever I'm, I'm sorry jared one more question i do you ever wake up those mornings and you feel overwhelmed because there's so much you want to get done 
in such a short period of time, but there's not enough hours in the day. Do you feel like that? Yeah, and government doesn't work as many hours as those who've been in business, Sean. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's one of the things here, man. I'm going, whoa, everybody's yeah. leaving early. Yeah. yeah, I'm not used to this. Um, I, I feel that all the time, and I was wondering, yeah. I, I can only assume you do, but yeah. Ask me again in a few weeks. I've tried to give us a pass and even give myself a pass for a month here just to get my bearings, to go and meet with the people I need to meet with, right? And that's so that you can bring comprehensive solutions to the table. And so a lot of our days are learning rather than they are trying to teach. And uh, and it'll be that way for a little while. I, I'm hopeful that we can block and tackle. I brought a good team around me so that they can go and help me run with an agenda so that gov- county government's not just reactive but that we're proactive to getting out and building a great workforce and loving on kids and lifting them up into uh, productive lives and, and and you know the county government's got a big role in that um if in no other way in in school facilities and today we launched a, a working group that uh, will do a lot of really important work in the months to come launched it alongside Justin Robertson. So sure, I, I do wake up some mornings and look at my calendar. Today was one of those days where it's just there's not but five minutes between everything. I went and welcomed a group earlier today, and I really didn't know what I was talking about. I came back and told my team, like I I probably should have been briefed better, you know, because <laughs> we're just moving fast. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, they're like introducing you up there up front, and you're going, "Who are you guys? <laughs> Welcome to Chattanooga," kind of thing. But <laughs> we're figuring it out. So, Mr. Mayor, I always like to ask our guests. Because regardless of whether you've been a scout or not, everybody has a favorite outdoor experience or a story or a war story about being out in the elements. Do you have a a very memorable outside, maybe it's a camping trip or or something on the water, something that really sticks out as a a favorite outdoor experience in your life? Gosh, I don't know, probably one for every season in life. Um, I grew up in Hickson, kind of deep out on Big Ridge and um, had a lot of TVA land behind my house, and so I just kind of grew up with infinite woods to go explore and hang out in. Um, you know, I had a, a funny experience. I'd never really grown up around, it's the strange childhood I was describing earlier. I never grew up around uh, four wheelers or anything, and I got this bug. I moved, I spent about a year, year and a half in Nashville after college, and then moved back here. I, I bought a four wheeler and spent a ton of time on my own, which is really, I think, dangerous. I would not advise people to do this in hindsight. You should go four-wheeling with a friend. Mm -hmm. But I spent a lot of time four-wheeling on Etna Mountain back before it was Black Creek Mountain and closed off. And, um, and, you know, to the point that I'd get scared. You know, I mean, if you you get far enough out on Etna Mountain by yourself, you're scared, but it's like your blood, you you feel like you're alive there a little bit. And uh, those are memorable. I rolled the four-wheeler over on myself three different times when I was by myself. (laughs) Uh, One time, didn't have a helmet on. That'll teach you a lesson to always wear your helmet. Um, And then I I love to travel. You know, so I've been in a lot of different parts of the world. Um, Sometimes I'm on my own, sometimes with my family. but I, you know, I think the older I get, the more I, you know, look for those little moments where I'm just kind of out on my own. Uh, Lord speaks to you there. Um, I had this for some reason that this question. This, I don't think it's where you thought I was going with it, but that question made me think about. Uh, I took my family about four years ago. We only had two kids. We have four now. But I, I took uh, Shelby and I took our two oldest kids to Australia for about two months and. Um, we had planned on going to New Zealand. I've been to Australia a few times. We got a lot of family friends down there, but I'd never been to New Zealand. And uh, Shelby just wasn't up for taking the kids. And so I flew to New Zealand 
uh, to the South Island, which is you know it's kind of famous for being a place where you shoot a movie because it just doesn't look real. It looks like a place mm-hmm. that was created in a in a you know like a, a in a movie production suite. Not a it's not a real place. And I'll never forget just kind of speaking of the outdoors. I, I rented a crappy little car and drove about 800 miles in two days in one of the most gorgeous places in the world. And a lot of times I just stop. I drive 50 miles and just stop. Just kind of get out and look around. So, you know, I'm I'm not some sort of rabid outdoorsman. I've got friends who are climbers. One of my best buds just finished climbing Mount Rainier. Uh, I'm not that kind of guy. I'd take a jog a couple, you know, every other day. I'd take good care of myself. But I love love the outdoors. And, and I mean, it's one of the special things you walk into being the mayor of this county is, you know, whether it's the McDonald Farm Project or, or, or you know, a lot of the passive parks that the county runs from the – you know, from uh, the east part of the county to Signal Mountain, there's it's it's kind of unbelievable the the mm-hmm. part of the country we live in and all the different stuff there is to do. So I, I also think about you know right now we've got about seventy or excuse me thirty five Eagle Scouts for the year so far. And every single one of our Eagle Scouts has to perform a service project right um, in their local community. Is there anything that you see already from your your term in office that? Eagle Scouts could really help with. You know, we've got people that are going to work on those projects, and yeah, yeah. Hey, I would say lean into our county parks. I mean, you're going to see some changes under our leadership that are pretty significant to what County Parks and Rec does. I think we're going to get more imaginative and more proactive in the way that we're serving the whole community. But you know, like right now, you know, there's years of disrepair that has led to the standard Sandifer Gap Park not really serving kids well. Man, that'd be an awesome project for, and we'll meet you. You know, we'll meet some Eagle Scouts uh, in the middle there. County government will. Uh, I'd like to think in the future we're going to open up some opportunities um, at McDonald Farm. I think that's the highest and best use in the near term for that site. We bought it. It's ours. Um, it's an extraordinary. It was treated as. If effectively a vacation destination, you know, for one of our region's most prominent families, and now mm-hmm. we all own it. But we don't. We haven't really opened it up for public access, other than a few specific events. And so we're hoping here in the near term that we can at least open up a portion of the homestead and the and the land that's easily accessible to the public. And I think when we do, uh, any good Eagle Scout would probably walk onto that property and see infinite opportunities. So you've talked a little bit about families and, and youth and development, both in the schools and in scouting. If if you were going to give a message to young families out there about some of the best things they could do with their children to reinforce those values or, or to, to serve the community, what advice would you give them? Well, that's a tough one. There's probably a lot of parents out there who could um, give me advice. I, I think it's just given where the world's at right now, and we're kind of growing more divided and more insular, and I'm not sure COVID helped. Maybe at a neighborhood level, there was some, there was a silver lining. Um, I think it would be to lean in with our children and explain to them that takers, what it means that takers eat well and, and givers sleep well. And we would try, as I'm beginning to with my older ones, we would, try to explain to them at a young age that if you will give your life away, it's the most obvious, clear path to happiness and fulfillment. Um, because we just live in a world where, you know, we're kind of inclined to look out for ourselves more and more. And I don't know that some of these core values, they're, they're more self-evident if you've been in scouting than I think if you haven't. 
Um, but I just hope that we all, regardless of our political persuasion or religious beliefs, would um, be intentional in conveying to this really young generation uh, that if you'll love on people and serve other people, it'll all come back to you in spades. Very well said. I would like to add to your comments regarding the Hamilton County Parks. I had the opportunity and was asked several years ago to serve on the advisory board for the Hamilton County Parks and Rec with Tom Lamb's leadership. And I have been amazed in my time of getting to get familiar with Parks and Rec just what a blessing they are to our community and how many parks and rec there are around here and i could see that the parks and rec uh, community being a important part for a lot of our scouts out there listening today to learn more about consider checking out some of the parks because it's uh, all about physical activity and uh, hamilton county parks and rec has a lot to offer and like you said the mcdonald farm that is a gem that I know you are going to make into something really big, and I'm excited to see what the future is going to hold there as well. Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time. I, I do think because of the role of county government, which I often remind people is state government on a local level, it's mm-hmm. your essential services. Parks to have taken a back seat, say, compared to the city of Chattanooga, which you know it runs a, a you know more significant budget has parks that if you're in the city may may be more identifiable most people know about chester frost park you may have you almost certainly have encountered whether it's middle valley or different part of the county one of our passive parks but we've got a pretty huge opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, i I think to to be you know to still stay kind of squarely in the constitutional role of county government but with so much more growth in the non-municipal parts of the county than there is you know in our cities and towns for us to really lean into parks and i was for, for example you go back to kind of what's a great project you know there's a, a we consider it a, a passive park there's access i think during you know the daylight hours to this old place called pinky's point if you grew up in in kind of between hickson and soddy daisy you know of pinky's point you know a certain generation may have taken a uh, a girlfriend or a boyfriend to pinky's point but it's just south of chester frost it's this naturally occurring cove. It's beautiful. The county has a land lease agreement on it with TVA. Uh, w- there's not any structures on it. There's probably some ways in the future that TVA would let us get creative uh, as long as we weren't like building big structures. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't really serve much of a purpose. I think if I could take you all there right now and you knew that the community, you know, for all intents and purposes, owned it, you'd go, well, how, like, how do we not know about this, right? And it's just right there. It's near, near contiguous to, it's basically the same shoreline as Chester Frost. So, so there's mm-hmm. some hidden gems and it's to the south. So it's really just not far. And one thing about Sail Creek is if you're going to Sail Creek the way we're going to need to set it up, you'd better be planning on spending a half day because, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is really, McDonald Farm is like, dr- I always tell people who are just from Chattanooga, you know, drive to Soddy Daisy, drive north till you think you're out of Hamilton County. Drive a little bit further until you're sure you're out of Hamlin County. Then you're to Sail Creek. Then, you know, basically it's like drive through Sail Creek um, and hang a left and you're at McDonald Farm. So that's a long way away. We've got yeah. some opportunities that are actually closer in that I think we ought to give some TLC here in the years to come. Well, yeah. we've had some good success um, recently with advertising particular projects so we'd love to know like whoever the you know the right person is or the next person is well, we should partner um, together that we seems like an something. obvious partnership between it does. the scouts and and county governments so absolutely let's follow up that'd be great yeah 
And, you know, Kyle's Eagle Scout, this wasn't in Tennessee, but Kyle's Eagle Scout project was at Cloudland Canyon. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we know those benches are long degraded at this point. So <laughs> Probably, Kyle yes. Them, but Very cool. much uh, so. But we can have new scouts do better, I'm sure. So as we look to the future of Hamilton County and we look to the future of scouting, you know, we talk about being reactive and learning and being more proactive. What is something that scouts that are listening right now, scouts and scout leaders, what can we do to be more proactive to make a better Hamilton County? Well, you know, I'm not worried about scouts moving forward because there's this type of resourcefulness that is taught right? Mm-hmm. That's what you need to be successful in the world moving forward. And I think uh, to the best of our ability, we ought to urge the school system to move in this direction where we really are preparing lifelong learners because set of skills today may not be market applicable 10 years from now, but I actually would be real bullish on investing in a great scout just in the marketplace moving forward because you're going to need to be a curious person who can figure stuff out on your own. Mm-hmm. Like I think you're gonna see in the what we call now kind of the gig economy, that's only gonna uh, accelerate. And this idea that, uh, you know, I've always said that uh, the clearest path to entrepreneurship or small business ownership, and you know, your family's learned this is, Sean, is a, is a set of skills. And for uh, scouts, what's cool is that really they're begin they're building life skills early, early on. When you got a foundation for learning like that, developing job ready skills is much, much easier, let alone the discipline factor, right? I mean, maybe that's the part of this conversation we didn't get to fast enough that is, you know, it's one thing in the you know 1960s, you could be in scouts, not in scouts. The world just had more discipline than it seems to have right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think out of that, you know, that's where you really see the fullness of a young person's potential captured is if, if, you, if there's also some, some discipline to go along with God-given skills and talents well i think you were at this scout luncheon where you you heard this this scout from signal uh luke talk about and i was really impressed the, the one thing that stood out about his scouting story to me was that he has a job and he bought his first car yeah like and, and i think about okay 20 or 30 years ago that might not have been an anomaly but now i mean that's that's pretty great like i have a five-year-old son i would love for him at the age of 16 to say hey i raised my own money i bought my own car yeah, you know, leading talking about leading indicators. Well, and uh, part of what we've talked about a whole lot from the campaign, and and we're going to keep talking about it, is that we ought to give our young people opportunities as they've had in decades past in our school system as many opportunities as we can to begin to work while they learn, and and even as you're approaching a diploma, uh, and I think if we were to be real empathetic and try to understand the needs of people who didn't grow up like us in this community you know 15 an hour job for a 16 year old who can work the second part of the day while finishing their diploma can be real game changing in a in a family and in, in, in parts of our community and it's interesting sometimes we uh we in this community we've gotten it right before some of the things that are really probably broken in our public school system aren't things that we're incompetent about we just they're things we left behind uh, in some cases, uh, you know, when you talk about co-ops and technical education, these are things that we we led the state in just uh, just a few decades ago. Mayor Womp, thank you so much for coming in the studio, sharing your feelings and thoughts regarding scouting. And I'm sure there's many scouts out there listening today that you've inspired with a lot of uh, words that m- mean a lot and scouts can learn from. So thank you so much. 
Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you guys. And I'm going to go ahead and call you out. I want to talk to you again one year from now so we can see where we have come as a county and as a scouting group together. I would love to have that conversation. All right. That's on Jared to follow up. Yeah. (laughs) Jared, it's all on your shoulders. (laughs) Hey, we're going to, we haven't even told you uh, Sean's new nickname, so we'll do that off the air. All right. Good. It's time to take a break. All right. We, it's time for us to take a quick break for Jared Pickens, Cupmaster Kyle. I'm Sean Whitfield and more Scout on Chattanooga to come after this brief message. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. Youth leadership in our area starts as young as kindergarten, and it's called Cub Scouts. With lots of fun activities like camping and hiking and team games and shooting bows and arrows and so much, much more. Parents, you can log on to CherokeeAreaBSA.com and learn how your kindergartner through fifth grader can join the journey of a lifetime. Within 100 years, the Order of the Arrow has recognized scouts and scout leaders who best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Arrow men are known for maintaining camping traditions and spirit and for providing cheerful service to others. OA service, activities, adventures, and training for youth and adults are models of quality leadership, development, and programming that enrich and help to extend scouting to America's youth. For more info on the OA and scouting in our area, Visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. And now, Scout on Chattanooga's Campfire Conversation. A sit-down with a real-life scout with an incredible story. Hello and welcome into this month's Campfire Conversation, talking to real scouts about real scouty things with Cubmaster Kyle and Jared Pickens. And today, uh, on the program, we have the one and only Trouse Heiss. If you've been anywhere around the Cherokee Area Council, I'm sure you have heard Trouse's name come up or you have seen him in front of a crowd because just at this past Friends of Scouting event uh, for the luncheon that we had just, what, a month ago or so, Jared? Um, Trouse was one of the Eagle Scout hosts of the day. Welcome into the show, Trouse. Hey, I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. Now, we also have to tell you congratulations because just literally this past weekend, you were voted in with something special with the OA. Am I right? Yes, sir. That's correct. I was elected as the Lodge Chief of Taladand New Lodge. Very cool. Well, first, I want to get started with you of just kind of your quick scouting career, as in when did you get in and what made you kind of want to get into scouts? So I joined scouts when I was 13. We saw my scoutmaster at a subway and we were looking for a troop at the time, looking for some kind of outdoor activity program. And scouts seemed like the best thing that there was at the time. And, it's, and I still very much so is. And of course, we talked to my scoutmaster and he basically said, hey, I've got a troop down here at the Methodist Church. If you guys happen to stop by there a time or two, you can join in. We'll get you set up. And it just so happened that Methodist Church was the same church that we went to church at. And so that was something very cool. Want to give your scoutmaster a shout out on the on the program today? Yeah, sure. Hey, Mr. Bill Conley. Yeah, that's him. You've probably (laughs) seen him. You guys probably know him. He's a very, very, very hard worker. Very humble man, very patient person. Amen to that. Well, Trouse, uh, in your time in scouting, what has probably been one of your favorite things that you've been able to do? So that would probably have to go to a more recent thing, but still 
you know, of great significance. That was staffing in YLT as senior patrol leader. That was such a positive and awesome experience that not a lot of people get to do. And so I, I cherish it for that, but also for just the great time that we had, the people that we were able to mentor to and talk to and inspire really just lit up my week. I cannot remember a single time that entire week that I wasn't constantly optimistic and just looking for the good in every situation because of the people that I was surrounded with. So for maybe those who haven't ever heard what NYLT is, can you explain that to those listening? Of course. So NYLT, well, that's an abbreviation. That stands for National Youth Leadership Training. And that's kind of what one of my assistant scout masters has described as the Ranger School of Scouts. This is a program dedicated to teaching you troop leadership, as well as just leadership in your community or even in your school. It's an all-around character-building course that's directed at scouts from ages, I believe, 14 all the way up to 18 years of age. Trous, one thing I'm really excited to hear from you is what it was like meeting American hero Kevin Lace at the 2022 Friends of Scouting luncheon. How, how, how did that go? How did it feel? That was pretty interesting. I've never really shook somebody's hand and their hand completely engulfed mine like a baseball glove. This guy was huge. <laughs> that was my yeah. first, the first thing that struck me about him, which, of course, I should have expected more of because this guy's a Navy SEAL. He's bound to be, you know, a little different than your average person. And so we walk in and this guy he comes in and he, of course, wants to meet us and talk to us about some of our journeys as scouts. And I thought that was really cool. And he just seemed like an all around really nice guy. Really, really, really personable to us, especially very interested in our accomplishments as well. So that was something that was it was really cool to me that he had the interest to investigate with us our journeys in scouting. So what was it like? Because you were part of kind of this inaugural idea where normally we would have adults that would be the MCs and kind of coordinate the program of the uh, luncheon. This was the first year we had four Eagle Scouts. You were among them. Uh, lead that. Uh, what was that like? Did you feel any pressure? How did it feel to represent really the core of scouting? When I was first called and had the opportunity that reached to me, I, of course, just jumped up and took it because that's something that I, I feel very honored to ha- have people coming up to me and saying, hey, how about you speak at FOS? And I thought that was, you know, just really cool and humbling to me as a person. But to me, public speaking has never been something that's really that hard. I, of course, had to come into it. But when I realized that it was no big deal, it's, it's like just walking through thin air and it's something that I enjoy doing. And so there was not really, I didn't really feel a lot of pressure because I feel like pressure just kind of forces me back down. So I always try to work my way through that. What was the hardest part for you or was there a hard part? It wasn't really a hard part except for there was one point in time when I was reading from the wrong script. And so I had to jump back to the actual main script and that was, that was about it. There really wasn't much else. So what was it like to hear about, you know, sometimes we have these guest speakers and they're, uh, they're coaches or they're civic leaders and they share a story um, that isn't really related to scouting. Being there, um, being a part of leading the program and being a scout yourself, what was it like to hear from Kevin Lace about his and his son's scouting adventures and what chords did that strike within you? Well, that definitely got me when he put the setting of the story at the waterfront at a <laughs> scout camp. I, for one kind of struggled with the first swim test that I ever took. And I guess it was because I really tried to rush it. And it was really a mental game with me 
And so that was something that I could immediately relate to was kind of the difficulties and why you would uphold something like the Mile Swim Award, because that's something that's really hard to do. And those who have done it know that. And so that was one thing that really instantly struck, uh, stuck out at me. And beyond that, it was really cool to hear how he's you know, trying to mentor to his son and develop him as a Boy Scout and as a leader. And that was something that I can very much so relate to. Because currently I'm serving as a junior assistant scoutmaster in my own unit. And so I'm becoming a mentor to some of these guys. And I always look for wisdom and advice going down that road because it's not an easy one. And it certainly is a very important one. Speaking of um, becoming a mentor, you kind of are becoming a mentor to to many, many youth in our area with the Order of the Arrow and becoming Lodge Chief. Can you tell us a little bit about this past weekend's experience with that and what kind of do you see as the future of the OA under your leadership? So this weekend, this past weekend was Ordeal Weekend. It's our induction weekends where we bring new members up through the Order of the Arrow. And it's a weekend of service. If I had to sum it up in three, three words, it's a weekend of service. And so that means helping out at camp. And that's what we focus on for about a day and really into a night as well. I always treasure ordeals. They're some of my favorite events in scouting. And going up there to lead and help in any way is what I love to do. Being elected as Lodge Chief was cool as well. That was something, that's a moment that I'll never forget. And looking out upon the future, I am very much so encouraged and really just hyped up to take the reins here and go a, a few steps closer and closer to greatness. And of course, train up more leaders so that they can do the same. I feel like that's going to be one of the things I'm going to focus on most as chief is training and making sure everybody gets the best out of their time and make sure that everybody's leadership and character is developed to the best that they can possibly be. And that's something that I know is not going to be easy, but I'm surrounded by a lot of really good friends and a lot of really awesome scouts. And I know that we have the skill set to do so. Trouse, one of my favorite questions to ask anyone who's ever been involved in the outdoors and especially scouts is, can you tell us about your favorite outdoor experience or maybe your most memorable scouting experience in the outdoors? Well, I guess I would have to say something about Philmont during this time, because that's what, what I view as the end all be all of Boy Scout outdoor adventure. It's a very awesome high adventure base out in Cimarron, New Mexico. It's putting you and your crew up against the elements head on. It's really an amazing experience. There's one particular circumstance that I found myself in that really helped me realize just the beauty of nature and kind of the fierceness and difficulty that sometimes we face out there. But it was on the last day of our trek, we climbed the tooth of time. And I'll never forget our navigator, aka our navigator, going on the wrong path up the tooth. And I remember it was raining that day very harshly. And I remember it was also very cold because if you don't know, if you go up in elevation, it typically gets colder. So we had our rain jackets on alongside our 50-pound packs, and we were pretty much rock climbing at this point. We were bouldering up the tooth of time, and it was raining. It was muddy. We just ditched our trekking poles and went hand to rock or hand to mud and just started climbing. And it was, to me, so much fun. Like, oh my goodness, it was just so invigorating to go through that. And when we got to the top, it was like, wow. That was an awesome hike. So that's what sticks out at me for an awesome outdoor adventure. All right, Trouse, before we let you go, we kind of want to know what your future in scouting looks like. We know that you're an Eagle Scout, and with that becomes a charge to give back to scouting. So 
what's in the future for you? So definitely serving the lodge. That's something that I know will remain a constant. I love the order of the arrow. If you can't tell, and I plan to serve this next year as lodge chief to the best of my ability. And I know all my friends they are counting on me. And I know that I have to count on myself to get up and go do the tasks that no one else wants to do. And that's really what's going to drive me from now on in scouting. Even in my troop life, becoming a mentor is something that I'm beginning to learn is not easy, of course, but it's also something that I found that I just enjoy doing. I love teaching others and I love the reward of people going out and teaching even more and everybody being so positive about it and cheerful. That's something that I feel like keeps the fire burning inside me is seeing others carry on what I have put out first. And as long as that's there, I will stay with it. All right. Well, Trouse, thanks so much for joining us. We always wish you the best in your future uh, scouting adventures and in life. And just again, Thanks for joining us on today's program. That was awesome. Thanks. For more scouting spotlights or to get your son or daughter involved in scouting, go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Now back with the final word, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. And as we come to a close, we're going to uh, recap some of the events that have taken place in the world of scouting, as well as uh, note a couple of events that are going to be coming up in the near future. One that uh, we want to sort of recap or uh, share our thoughts on is the annual scout luncheon. And uh, that was something that's always very well done, very well organized, an outstanding speaker, and uh, very well attended. Because you've attended before for several years. I think that was my fifth. Fifth. So you're an old pro at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been two times as a table host and I think I've been three times as guest of others. Thank you for helping with it. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, well, you're welcome. I, I think Eric Buchanan, uh, was once or twice. And then, uh, my buddy Clint Powell yeah. was a table host one yeah. time. Yeah. I think Eric kind of roped him into that. Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's always good. Uh, Our last speaker was Kevin Lacey. Kevin Lace, yep. Kevin Lace. Uh, I I enjoyed him. The only thing that was just a touch disappointing to me is I was wanting him to talk about the movie. Right. (laughs) And uh, he really didn't talk much about the movie. Yeah, you know, I think most of his conversation was, and it was kind of a unique thing because He's going through scouting with his son now. Mm-hmm. And so he took a lot of time talking because he knew we were a scouting audience. I think he took time to discuss his scouting experience because he's a life scout. And then his son, you know, as he's walking through as a parent and as a leader, I talk about the mile swim with his son and waking up in the morning at camp and several stories. But you're right. He definitely I, I would have expected a little bit more. We needed a good about American Sniper, right? Yeah, movie. We, we needed a good five or ten minutes of American Sniper. But, well, he showed uh, the picture of him and Bradley Cooper in like tiny shorts. And that was about uh, that was about the that was about it. it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We need to get Kyle some of those tiny shorts. Oh, goodness. I don't know if they make them. See, Kyle, for those of you <laughs> listeners, Kyle had, Kyle had to step out for a moment. So this is our this is our chance to, to really uh, what do you call it? Roast? To roast Kyle? Yes. Is that the... So, <laughs> since he's not here, I don't think they make any shorts like that. Oh, the, the tiny shorts? Yeah. Hey, you could get them. Uh, you could get them. You could get them. 
They're pretty short. Uh, well, we'll we'll give you a challenge then to see if we can <laughs> find some. Give me a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I tell you, I enjoyed the luncheon. Um, I I know it was it was kind of something I worked on, but I just think having the four Eagle Scouts that were at the luncheon as MCs conduct the program was just really it just was really enjoyable for me mm-hmm. to to see those young people and and kind of their leadership skills present at the luncheon i thought that was that was great mm-hmm. did you enjoy that uh yeah or i different did for a change I, I i did um i don't i don't know if i was as big on it as you are but you live that world every day i do you're right. and and i'm just a guy that's sort of at a distance but uh yeah i thought it was very well done so um what'd you think about the scout speaker you talking about kevin no the 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 scout who gave their oh, personal oh, luke yeah very impressive very very impressive very mature young man and you could just tell by um his presentation that he's going to go far well i know i mentioned when when we were speaking with mayor womp about i just think it's impressive that he was able to you know buy his own car mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of kids that just don't do that and the parents give him a car or they don't drive at all Mm-hmm. And um, I, and you could just tell when when he spoke, he was proud of the fact that you know he's got this job and and he used it to to build up enough money to buy his car. I just thought that was fantastic. Yeah, it was. So, what can we look forward to? What's ahead uh, between now and the end of twenty twenty two? Well, um, as far as action items, I would say number one, buy moon pies. Um, Cowboy Kyle, Cubmaster Kyle is not in the room, but uh, you know he would be the first to tell you that please support your local scouts. When you see him out uh, selling moon pies, buy one, buy two, buy a bundle, and know that all, all that money is staying 100% local. That's that's the unique thing about us sell moon pies. It, it goes to the scout, it goes to the council, it goes to a worker at Chattanooga Bakery local, 100%, which is fantastic. So yeah. everyone, right now, please do that. As far as things that are coming up on the horizon, the biggest thing we have going on is, is not until December, but it's December the 1st at the downtown Weston, downtown Chattanooga, and that's our annual Gathering of Eagles and annual recognition banquet. So we'll get all of the current year Eagle Scout class together. We'll honor them. We'll recognize them. We'll award some really significant adult leader awards as well and enjoy the night celebrating these young people together. So please mark that on your calendar. You can go to our council website at CherokeeAreaBSA.com and uh, click on gathering of eagles and and find that link and if you are out there listening if if your child is an eagle scout has earned their eagle scout this year your child and at least one guest get a free ticket um, because we raise money to offset that to pay for those tickets Um, and then if you're a supporter you don't have someone in scouts we'd love to get a sponsorship opportunity or or just buy a, a simple ticket and join us for the evening so write the big check Sure. Or the, I mean, it, you know, this is, this is one of those things where you can write a little check, yeah. you know, I mean, you can buy what, a ticket. What, what ticket. is the price for a ticket? I think it's 45 bucks. Okay. So it's very inexpensive for, you know, one of these things. And, um, a lot of and, the people in the room will be on reason. will be attending for free. Is it a, an event that could sell out? So you want to get on the list well, the, sooner than later? You, you can, I tell you the great news is last year, the hotel at the Westin was on like kind of extended COVID protocols. So we only had room for 200 people and we did sell that out this year. They told us we can expand a little more. So I think we can go to around 300 in that room uh, comfortably before we sell out. So there should be a little more space, but yeah, definitely don't delay letting us know if you're coming or not in the website address again, Cherokee area, BSA.com. 
and you can just go and find Gathering of Eagles. It'll be on one of the sub-tabs. Okay. Anything else before we uh, close today's show? Well, you know, fall. Fall is almost here. Um, at least we said that last week and then this week in typical Tennessee Valley uh, tradition is 90 degrees. But um, I think Friday it's supposed to get cool again. And football's back. It's exciting, and and one of the things that I most admire about this season is it's a time when we all get back into the outdoors. And so what I would say is our Cub Scout packs are doing their pack overnights. Our troops are doing their monthly outings. So just want to remind everybody, enjoy the outdoors, but be as safe as possible. Um, Remember the SAFE checklist, which is the new checklist designed by the Boy Scouts of America so that we can ensure that there's appropriate supervision and other significant safety protocols so let's just stay safe out there and enjoy the great outdoors all right that sounds great that's going to do it for this edition of scout on chattanooga go to the scout on chattanooga facebook page for any suggestions or comments about today's podcast click on the subscribe button at your favorite podcast platform for all future podcasts for jared pickens Cupmaster kyle i'm sean whitfield thank you for listening This has been another episode of Scout on Chattanooga, presented by the Cherokee Area Council BSA. To learn more about scouting in the Tennessee Valley, join a unit, or donate and become a friend of scouting, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.org. And be sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And use the hashtag TNGAScouts to stay up to date with the youth leaders in our area. about becoming a Cub Scout like me. Cub Scouts get badges for doing fun activities and we make friends. Scouts go camping, climbing, fishing, and swimming together. We have fun. We play sports and go to parades. Scouts also help people and become the best versions of themselves. Visit BeAScout.org to find a path near you.